Are you having a tough time trying to pay off your credit card bill? I owe what? When did I spend over $100 on fast food? Oh, yeah, drunk weekend. That was a good time. Let us make it easy for you. Listen to the Booch and Pat Show, your better way to get sports talk radio, live on Sundays at noon through Facebook Live or on the iHeartRadio app or anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. Why don't you put on a show and charge admission? What kind of show? I would say something with music and comedy. And murder. Now you're talking. Come along, old chaps. We got it a show to do. Should I keep it light? Stay out of the fight. No one's gonna listen to me. If I write a song, preaching what is wrong. Will they let me sing on TV? Should I keep it light? So that's how I started to show this one. Just the music, because I had no visual. Well, you're on a delay. Oh, big time delay. It just came up now. <laughs> it's a big time delay. <laughs> well, but like I said, there's there's like a weird thing with like Facebook and our internet. and Because like, like when we started, like everything was all kind of freezy or whatever. So, uh, yes, that is... Um, that is the delay. So, but yes, we started. I started this morning with the uh, Cliff Robinson and and Chadwick Boseman. Boseman. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, since we didn't really get into that because we had audio issues, we'll start again. So, obviously, the the two names that popped up, obviously, we just showed was Cliff uh, Robertson and uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Right. Uh, both very uh, out of the blue, but I I feel like the Chadwick Boseman one kind of struck me a little weird. And I don't, I don't know why, because I don't know him personally. Yeah. But I just really felt, like, sad. He, young. Very young. Very bad disease. Colon cancer is a terrible disease. And yeah. And it's just, like, he's not that much older than us. Yeah, 43. So it's like, they tell you to get checked at 40. He got it when he was in his 30s. So, you know, it's maybe yeah. time to start processing and doing that kind of stuff now. So... Kind of a, yeah, it's time to start doing that. <laughs> Go get yourself checked, buddy. You're yeah. going to be closer to 40 than me. Um, but yeah, that's it, like, because you were, you were bartending on Friday night, and uh, I woke up Saturday morning to get ready for work, and you said Chadwick Boseman died. I was right. like, I was like, what? And I, I literally, like, in my head, I'm like, is this a joke? Like, People is this, thought I was like, uh, I was like, is this messing around with that when I, like, I said this that? Joke? Like, and I was like, this can't be, like, honest to God. I didn't think it was real, too. Honest to God. It, I had the same reaction and the same feeling when Kobe died. Okay. Because I remember, I remember vividly. I was upstairs, like we were just vegging out all day. Uh, Danielle and I went upstairs. We were laying down. She went to take a nap. I was trying to watch TV, and then Nick texted us and said, uh, "So is Kobe dead?" And I was like, "What? What do you mean is Kobe dead?" And I Google everything. I'm like, "There's nothing on here." I'm like, "What is he talking about?" And then the story started coming out. Yeah. So that's how I felt Saturday morning. Yesterday morning when um, you I woke up to that text that you sent that Chadwick Boseman died, I was like, what? No, like like how, how is that possible? Like he's the Black Panther. He he was Jackie Robinson. It, like no, that's not possible. And I'm reading it and it's yeah. Monte Mac from Draft Day, one of my favorite movies of all time. So which uh, it just really is a sombering thing. Like and it, it was James Brown too. And the get up. You, you know I never saw that movie. 
Get on up, movie. Yeah. I wanted to. I never got to see that. And uh, I should. I should watch it. Another great movie that he was in was uh, Twenty One Bridges. A very underrated movie too. And he still has two movies coming out. Yeah, yeah. He's got Ma Rainey something, and uh, he, he already recorded his voice for the uh, the, the what if the what if the Black Panther what if for uh, the Disney Channel. Yeah, it's very well, sad. You know, so Black Panther was supposed to come out in 2022. Yeah. Do they is that just scrap now or are they going to unfortunately recast or I'm gonna say they're gonna recast because the stu- like the you know they've invested does it get so- pushed back now <laughs> I mean it probably will get pushed back due to the fact they got to find a new Black Panther and then of course everybody's gonna scrutinize whoever this person is that will take over Black Panther because it's like well you're no Chadwick Boseman or or whatever can they do a weekend of Bernie's Black Panther <laughs> I'm sorry. What is wrong with you? It was in my head. I'm like, I shouldn't say this. I shouldn't say this. I shouldn't say this. Then it just came out. (laughs) My God. Weekend at Bernie's. What is wrong with you? I'm so messed up. See, see what we're trying well, to ask? This is how I deal with any kind of pain. <laughs> I, I, I make humor through everything. Through okay. Both my okay. parents dying through everything. I just make humor. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give it to you. Everybody grieves in a different way. Everybody <laughs> handles it. But, uh, man. I just try to laugh it off. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, I will imagine that Black Panther ends up getting pushed back. Or just, we'll have to see. But it, it's a very, very sad thing. And, and, and the irony of it all is that he played Jackie Robinson, which today's show is titled 42. It's so weird, too. Because he died on Jackie Robinson Day, almost at the age of 42, yeah. 43. It's, it's just all bizarre on how that happened. Yeah. And I and weirdly, I was wearing my Jackie Robinson jersey that day, too, not remembering that they were doing that that night. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was just it's just been a wild couple of days seeing – because like, it, it, it makes you think, it's like, once again, it's like, welcome to 2020, where you just ruin everything that anybody and likes. Like, we we're talking a lot about Chadwick Boseman, but like, Clifford Robinson was an 18-year veteran in the NBA, yeah. very good player, too, who died at only 53 years old. So, like, these are a couple big losses right there. That's a big loss in the NBA, and that's in Chadwick Boseman's a big loss in just worldwide for his acting. He, he's, in my opinion, and, you know, obviously... Uh, People will take it however they want. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, worldwide as an actor, for for your little kids that are superhero fans, I mean, to your be... adults that are actually like movie buffs and are into it. But he did so much for just like the black movement because all of Black Black Panther was like yeah. like that was celebrated because I believe that was like the first movie where it was just virtually think, like ninety to ninety five percent all black it, actors. I think it made a billion dollar. I think it's a billion dollar movie too. Yeah. Just worldwide, that's a, just a ridiculous amount of money for a superhero movie. Yeah, I see. I've seen that movie like four times too. It's one of my favorites. It is of a good the one. Marvel movies too. I'll probably end up watching it either today or tomorrow again. <laughs> now, see, now I got weird. Th- like, is now I'm gonna sit there because you got your big bottle of uh, Tito's or whatever, or or Uncle Gary's or whatever vodka. Uncle Gary's vodka. <laughs> well, we're, me, and, me and the doc were talking about it earlier. We crushed that the last time it was over. <laughs> I can just see it now. You're sitting there with your little sippy cup, all hammered, drunk in front of you, like, "Where's Weekend at Bernie's? Wakanda?" Yeah. <laughs> just 
start taking my pants off. <laughs> and I won't be home for that. Not not in the Pillow Fort studio. We're not we're not playing that game today. Oh God. Let's move on. I got a whole laundry list of stuff to discuss. Um oh, so one of the things um since we've been off, because we're back from vacation. Well, you're back from vacation. I didn't get to go anywhere. Um, I was logging in What's to... the VFW? Yeah, well, that's not vacation. My vacation begins Friday. For, oh, what do you offer? 10 days? 11 days oh, straight. Look at you, man. I was what, actually, I was actually. What's the, what's the mail department going to do? Oh, they're going to cry because there's like a lot of there's a good a good uh, core of the good carriers that are all off that week. Oh man, we aren't getting we aren't going to see mail for a week and a half. <laughs> nah, we we got Kathy. We'll be oh, fine. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, I was thinking about turning back some of my time because I'm like I'm not going anywhere. I'm not you know like screw it. Uh, staycations are just as but that, good. But that's what I said. I was like you know the way that they're just beating the shit out of us and forgive me for cursing, but that's what it is. Like the way that they're just they're. Like, just going crazy. It's like, I, I just need some time. Because you've got a kid coming up in two months, so you need a little time before that happens. Yeah. And, <laughs> and quite honestly, it's like, you know, welcome to 2020, where the United States Postal Service is in the forefront of the news right now. It's like, I've been working there for four years. I'm like, this is so weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were doing, what, like, uh, not the protest, but like, like rallies, rallies or whatever they want to call the it. Like, yeah, they hey, did it outside Elkins Park and Jacobson. Thanks for giving us our Advo on Thursdays. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's what they said thank you for, but <laughs> yes, they did. Flowers at you coming out. Woo! <laughs> it's not a wedding. What do you, what do you think? They're going to throw rice next to it? Like, oh, here's some rice. Kill the birds. <laughs> thanks for sending me my Comcast bills. <laughs> <laughs> moving on uh and obviously because we're going to dive into some serious sports talk but i i love doing my non sequiturs and stuff uh have you noticed recently and i i don't know if it's just because of the rain or the humidity but i've noticed it for a while like there's a surplus like an abundance of like mosquitoes out i haven't noticed the mosquitoes oh my god i've been getting eaten alive every time i'm outside yeah, but I don't go out that often. So like, cause, I don't stay, I sit outside. I don't work outside. So. No, I know, but like, I mean, when we sit out on the deck or something. I haven't sat out on the deck in a while either. Well, I was getting, I was getting eaten, man. It well, sucked. Last, well, you were out there for a little bit last night. I was out last night, and then like I had to look at houses yesterday, and just like you know, just standing outside waiting to go. Like I'm just getting like bugs left and right. It's like terrible. And I know at work, like uh, Rich and I had said this. It's like that we've noticed like there's a an abundance of. Uh, like wasps and hornets. Not so much bees, but like a lot of like wasps and hornets. It's like, I've never seen this many, but whatever. I didn't know if anybody else yeah, noticed that's, that. It's 2020 for you, man. It is 2020. Yeah, every, everything's out there. Everything's ready to attack you. Now, before we get any further, because we are 18 minutes in, technically 10 because we had the audio issue, uh, let's uh, get a word from our sponsor before we go any further because we got to get that out of the way. So uh, this the, uh, the show is sponsored by White Horse Coffee and Creamery. The White Horse Coffee and Creamery, located in the heart of Jenkintown at 700 West Avenue. The White Horse offers organic coffee and espresso, signature ice cream sundaes, handcrafted beverages, fresh pastries, and more. Some of the most popular items are Dole Whip, Cold Brew, Nitro Cold Brew, and their signature sundaes and lattes. Their specials change monthly, 
But for the month of August, the White Horse is offering a watermelon creamsicle milkshake, a coconut white mocha, and a Burundi pour-over. Also, CBD can be added to any drink, and on Mondays, lattes are only $3. Any additional information can be found on their website, www.whitehorsecoffeecreamery.com. They're open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m., Saturdays at 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Sunday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Check out the White Horse Coffee Creamery. Are you sad the weekend's over? Are you sad you have to go back to work tomorrow? <laughs> I don't want to go back to work. I hate my job. I hate all the people I have to see. I just want to curl up in bed and go back to sleep. We can soften the blow. Listen to the Booch and Pat Show, your better way to get sports talk radio, live on Sundays at noon through Facebook Live or on the iHeartRadio app or anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. All right, and we're back, so thank you for the White Horse, White Horse Coffee and Creamery for sponsoring us for the month of August. And since we took two weeks off, we'll add on two weeks in September. Yeah, so that's uh, one of the new bumpers I made while oh you were going. Oh, my God. I got a couple of them. Yeah, you got too much free time. What are you going to do over your 11 days? Like, just do <laughs> yeah. weird stuff like that? I'm going to have you do some. Oh, yeah? Well, I, I want you to be a part of some of these. Like, come on. Can I do, like, like the late night, like, you know, the 1-900 numbers? Like, like... Hey, for a good time, call Uncle Booch. <laughs> I mean, sure, we can we can do that. Woo, we're young and fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody wants to be a part of that that one nine hundred number. <laughs> we're young and fun. Call us at seven two four eight one five zero six six seven. We're here. <laughs> Look at you memorizing the number. Actually, it's right. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. So let's dive into some, uh, obviously, why everybody's here listening and tuning in live. Uh, let's talk some sports. So, uh, Oh, this is a sports talk radio It is show. a sports talk radio show. So uh, we'll, we'll just dip our toe in and wait for people to call in. So, again, leave us comments, questions, whatever, on the Facebook chat room, or give us a call. I, I did test the... Uh, the phone lines this morning got it's working now though. It's true. I mean, maybe we're having audio issues. Who who knows? I don't know. But we're 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 back from vacation, so we're all rolling with the same punches. Um, so one of the things that came up, uh, and this is not like a major sport. It's WWE. Uh, one of the things that came up uh, for SummerSlam or just before SummerSlam is they implemented what they called the Thunderdome. Yeah, which basically is what uh, basketball is doing. Yeah, with, it's, with it's the just screen, the LED the, screens and the, the and the faces, and the faces and, of people. And, yes, and you chime in like a Zoom number type thing. Yeah, which which I think is pretty cool. I like it. I want to do. I want to get on it one of the nights. Have you seen the issue? Yeah, we were discussing it a little bit so, last night. Yes. So some of the issues that they're having, people are taking, um, and this really does. I mean, some of them I I think are okay when I tell you what it is but the other ones are just way off and it's just screwed up and that's where I think people are taking too many liberties so because you do the zoom call I'm surprised they don't they don't filter it through before they put it on the screen check it out well apparently that's what they're going to be doing you have to do it now after some of these ones you're going to run through now right so uh like for example one of the things that I don't personally have a problem with is somebody had a picture of Chris Benoit I don't have a problem with it, but, but, they I, have, they, but they, I mean, I understand for it. people that don't know Chris Benoit, he was in the WWE, WCW, had a lot of concussions, probably like one of the first original CTE people. Yeah. 
and uh, was it murder suicide? Murder suicide. Murder suicide. Killed his kid. Killed his wife. Killed himself. Yeah. Yes. And it's just it's tragic. Just terrible. He was a young dude too, like yeah, forty, forty-one. Was he that old? Yeah, probably, because he was around for a while before that. He floated around Japan, ECW, WCW, mm-hmm. so he was probably in forties. Uh, so obviously when that happened in the WWE, they erased him. Yeah. No pictures, no, no videos, video no games. Nothing. He, he's out. Yeah. He's just gone. They do have him on the WWE Network. Oh, do they? When they play old Rawls and stuff, like they can't edit it out. Oh, I just like, assume they probably would have edited that out. They didn't. No, he's still there. Okay. But anyway, he's been erased from the WWE. And then because of the uh, Thunderdome, uh, somebody had a picture of him on their Zoom call or whatever the video chat was. So, again, I, I don't really have an issue with that. I can understand why people do. And obviously I understand why WWE has an issue. The main issue is there was... I don't. I, I think it was a video of somebody dressed as a KKK member doing the hail hit the Heil Hitler. Yeah, I I have heard that one. Um, that's, that's yeah. Like I mean, like people are taking liberty. It's like yo, that that that's that's not okay. It's not okay in any standard. Well, people are going to be assholes. It's not okay for the WWE to get that let that go through you. You're a billion dollar industry. Right. And, yeah, I don't I don't know <laughs> what how, they're... How, how do you let that get by you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I believe... Especially in today's age, having a KKK thing up there. Yeah, Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man! Uh, another one I did not have an issue with, but obviously WWE now has an issue with. WWE during the Attitude Era would have no issue. And that was a chick that was sitting there and then decided to stand up and moon the camera. Showing her bare ass. That's like, that's fine. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. But, like, so those are some of the issues that you have. That's not as bad as the other ones. (laughs) What were some of the other ones? I forget. No, no, the ones we talked previously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh... I only knew about the Chris Benoit one. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's the one I saw. I was actually watching it. Oh, you saw that? Yeah, I saw oh, no, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I was reading about it afterwards. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I know that there's a couple others, and I forget what they are. It's, like I said, Chris Benoit, the Chick Mooning, uh, the KKK member, and I feel like there was one more, but I just can't remember. But it's all right. We don't need to, I mean, we don't need to dive I mean, all NBA's the way NBA's done it well. Why, well WWE, just get your act together on this one. Now, and, now, you mentioned that with NBA doing it, and they're doing it fine, but it does come back to the uh, Sixers fan. It sort of kind of sucks because you can only do it for your home team. Because when the Celtics were playing the Sixers, yeah, and the Celtics were the home team, they wouldn't have Sixers fans. Um, it would just all be Celtics people. Yeah. yeah, but that but that was similar, like you know, taking liberties, as it were, with the mm-hmm. uh, the video call or whatever it is, like the Sixers fan, because the Sixers were such garbage and they weren't look. He pulled his bandana over his face and took a nap. Yep, yep, yep. And that was caught. So I mean, that was that was pretty funny. That was probably like one of the only highlights that you could really like find j- enjoyment out of out of that entire series. <laughs> that out series of that. Is a joke. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, obviously NBA and guess- and listener Rich, I know you have some serious talking points. I told you, call in, let us know because it's not going to be a fan favorite. We want. I want you to bring it up so we can have this discussion. Uh, Sixers. 
Uh, obviously, a whole litany of things. Brett Brown, era, over, gone. Uh, ben Simmons, knee surgery, out of the bubble, wasn't there for the end of the, se- end of the season. Um, the rest of the team, imploded, whatever. Where You pick your jumping off point, and let's start. Uh, well, first of all, signing average Al Horford was a joke. Okay. Because Shake Milton had 17 points in game one, I think. Al didn't have 17 points in the whole series, I don't think. And he's making max contract? Yes. What a joke of a signing this is becoming. Danny Ainge fleeced the Sixers again. He's the GM in Celtics land, knowing, hey, this guy doesn't have it. Nobody else is calling up Al Horford. Oh, yeah, why don't you come here for a billion bucks? (laughs) You're 34 years old, and you, you always kill us, but... Come on, man. You got to do a little research before doing that. I mean, signing him was a that, – that killed us this year. That killed us. And and, 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 and like and we had Jimmy Butler there, and we wouldn't give Jimmy Butler the max contract. Right. And look what Miami Heat did all year. I know. They crushed us. It, he it, does all year. <laughs> it, it really was sad to uh, – like, I mean, I, I didn't want to lose JJ, and I didn't want to lose Butler. I really didn't. And honest to God, and I know it's an unpopular opinion, maybe people starting to side with me now, but at the time, I was ridiculed a little bit when I said, no, pay JJ, pay Butler, I don't give a shit about Ben Simmons or Embiid. I really don't. And I'm like, you can, you can replace them, but for whatever reason, nope, that's the, that's the process. Just trust the process. So, and we also, you know, we traded for Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris hasn't really looked that great. <laughs> All right, we got a uh, phone call on the line. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to our social media director, uh, whatever you want to call him, whatever you, title you gave him. This would be our buddy, listener Rich. Rich, how you doing today? Very gifted title for just going on Facebook and sharing other people's work. On you do guys. share a lot, so, so we do appreciate but it. That, but that's why we give it to you, because you do a lot for us. Yeah, it's fun. Right, how are you guys today? We're doing over. Last night was a long night of drinking, my friend. Yeah, it was a good draft, though. It was quick. It was probably one of the... Oh, yeah. You guys Do, mentioned football draft last night, and it's online is so much quicker than the dude, four-hour usual... Uh, doing the online draft took an hour and ten minutes. We're usually sitting at the VFW in the back room for about four hours waiting... When people make picks. <laughs> yes. Very uh, Jeopardy music, as it were. Yeah. So what's going on, Rich? Well, I know you and I were talking earlier this week, and it's, it's a little bit late, but it's still a big discussion. I wanted to kind of break down the whole Sixers thing with you guys and get your opinions on the whole quote-unquote Brett Brown era. I mean, were you guys surprised that he got released? Were you shocked? Were you upset? Were you happy about it? I was not shocked at all. If we knew him getting swept out, it was done. We we almost yes. uh, I almost thought the Brett Brown error was almost it was should have been done last year, but they decided to bring him back. Not shocked at all. Actually, was happy that game four that they actually just swept us out to just finish it. Yeah, you were actually they, you were actually they, cheering. I was cheering, cheering for the Celtics. Towards the end, like, yeah. What if this goes another two games? And oh, okay. Well, Brett Brown's turning it around. We'll keep him. We'll sign him to another one-year contract. No, it was just time to get rid of it. You know, he was good for the process. Time to bring somebody else in. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, and I, I agree. I was on the same boat with you there, Boots, watching that series, like, after the second game. Like, all right, let's just sweep these guys out. That way you don't have that question yourself at the end of the series. Like, well, you know, if Ben was there, would they have gotten to the next round, so on and so forth? Like, me personally, when he got fired, I didn't really care if he stayed or if he went. Like, I was talking to Pat about earlier in the week. Outside of maybe a handful of head coaches in this league, I don't think a head coach for the NBA makes or breaks your team. If you look at the NFL, you need a good head coach. I mean, we sold out with Doug Peterson a couple years ago when we won the Super Bowl. Same thing with baseball. We were all ripping our hair out for the last two years watching Gabe Kapler. We were excited to watch him go, and we were excited about that coaching hire in Girardi, which with the shortened season, I think Girardi's doing a fine job. Same thing with the Flyers getting Vigneault. You know, he's made the team better. But I So coaching does I, actually <laughs> does, does <laughs> I this is why I wanted Rich to call in. I was like, I knew this is gonna so, be good. I mean, these teams you have these powerhouse teams, right? That they build uh-huh. up three, four players. Look at Golden State when they had Mark Jackson as the coach, when they had Steph Curry, Thompson, Green, and they just couldn't get past the first, second round. They bring in Kerr and they win, what, four championships since then? So Coaching did matter in that aspect right there. Golden State is that where it did matter. Yeah, no, that's, that's, I mean, I agree with your point there, but also when Mark Jackson was there, you had Curry and those guys in their rookie season in their first couple of years. Those guys were still gaining their experience in the NBA. They were still trying to gel. Like me personally, there's not really a coach that's available out there, and I understand I'm on the unpopular opinion side of this, but there's no – available head coach in the NBA. It's like, oh, this guy's going to really change this team. And you know, my whole thing is, it's the front office situation. I think you need, in this league where it's, you can see it's run, ran by the players, if you don't have a good front office, I don't think you're a contender in this league. Um, you know, just, just to bring in the other major sports out of this, you know, the whole reason why we did the process was because we were tired of being a 6th or a 7th Eastern Conference seed and getting wiped out in the first, maybe the second round. But any other sport, if you sneak into the playoffs, you at least have a chance. And this league, with the way that's ran by the players... Well, yeah, look I mean, at Portland. Saw, they snuck in, and Lillard's been on fire. Well, yeah, and now they're gone, though, too. Yeah, they were but, gone, but, I mean, they, they gave Lakers a little bit of a headache there. And I don't I don't know if it's just with us dealing with the, the coaching havoc that we've had in Philadelphia, maybe my opinion's a little bit jaded, because we've had seven years of Burt Brown. Before that, we had the Doug Collins era... I think it was Mo Cheeks before that, and then you can go all the way Randy back to Randy Ayers. I, <laughs> I don't think we've had a great head coach since Larry Brown. Larry Brown. Maybe that's why I feel like that a coach in the league doesn't matter. But I look at the mess that we have in the front office where you had, it was just a collab of Elton Brand, which he just got thrown into that position. I don't know if he had any other experience in the league outside of a player. Maybe well, he's, he's a smart pro. dude. He did, he, did great. he did go to Duke. He's a smart guy. Yeah, but he also got thrown in that position, and he doesn't have full power. It's like, hey, Elton, we're going to bring you in. Brett Brown, you're going to work with him, too. Oh, and here's minority under Michael Rubin. You can help well, me. And the problem is Colangelo's still there, too, chomping in their ears. we got to get yeah. rid of the Colangelo's. Like, we thought we were getting rid of them. No, they're still there talking. Elton Brown, if you're going to give Elton Brand the chance, you got to give him the chance. You got Everybody else has got to shut the hell up. Or, yeah, or there's no point for him to be there. Just bring in a real basketball GM then. And and that and that's where I think that's where it 
I think that's the, the most important thing in the NBA. Like, obviously, like my, you want to space it out. You need the players. I think you need the GM. And then me personally, I think the head coach is probably the last important piece out of maybe like a handful of guys in the league. Like Brad Stevens is a very good coach. We watched him out coach us. I don't know how many times in the playoffs. Another guy. He's out, like he's out coaches like, every year he's been here. He's a great head coach. Yeah. I think Doc Rivers is a great head coach. And minus maybe two or other three guys. Greg Nurse. You got the guy from uh, uh, Milwaukee who's a great head coach. Yeah, but I mean, and that's, I was thinking about that too. Like, I was thinking, like, is Nick Nurse really a good head coach or did he just have a stud lineup last year? And granted, he lost Kawhi, but Van Fleet developed like crazy. Siakam was a great draft pick that's turning into an amazing NBA player. Lowry's still playing out of his mind. Yeah. And then I just said to you guys on Sunday when the series was out, you know, if Brett Brown grows, you know, who's the guy that you're going to look at? Like, do you want a guy like Ty Lue coming in here? Oh, because he has an NBA championship. Come to find out Monday morning, there's mutual interest on both sides. Now, I didn't really pay attention to Tyron Lue when he was with Cleveland because I was paying attention to LeBron because he was basically coaching that team that looked like I was just the younger brother on the bench. Like, okay, yes, LeBron, we'll do that. But it's, there's opinions out there that he's a good head coach, but I don't really know that because he was a, he has a ring because he had the best LeBron. player in the league yeah. that's taken on that team. It's like you look at the good head coaches that, like, oh, this guy's successful, this guy's successful. Is he successful because he's a good head coach or because the front office, they gave him the star power to, to actually work with on that, you know, on that team? A name I really like, and it's the name out there that everybody's heard, is Jason Kidd. I knew he, he, I knew he, he didn't get a fair shake in the NBA as a head coach. Milwaukee pretty much threw him out the door, and like now he is the assistant co- coach in LA. I think it's we got to give him a fair shake in the NBA as a head coach. Yeah, no, I I, I agree there. Um, yeah, because. He didn't really get much of an opportunity. But, I mean, if you bring in a guy like Jason Kidd, you know, I don't think if, like, Jason Kidd was the head coach of the team this year, I don't think we get – I don't even think we make it to the second round. You know, I still think it's probably like a 4-0 sweep. Maybe he helps win you a game. Well, but he's not a guy that get you to the conference finals or, or, the, or the actual championship. But it's not him. It's just because you don't have the talent on the roster. I mean, you look at this team that we had this year – and it's a fraction of what we had last year. Like last year, that team that they had, that was our best chance. And coming into last offseason, you know, your big signings, Al Horford, which you paid him a billion dollars so you can play him out of position. You made all those moves last year to get Jimmy to let him sign and just to sign and trade him. And then you signed one of the other worst contracts in the NBA to buy a Harris, which you Terrible had to contract. Point. I'd rather have Shambert at this point. What's that? I'd rather have Shambert, the guy we traded, we traded him for. And the only reason why you signed Toby, and I like Toby as a player. Because they, they were backed into the corner because they let Butler go. Yeah, and, and that's the only reason why you signed him, but it's still a bad contract. Like, it's a I terrible contract. Yeah, you know, the reports that came out that, you know, Jim couldn't work with Brett Brown and he couldn't coexist with Ben Simmons. I mean, who's more important you know, there? I mean, Ben was. You could have traded Ben. I don't know if I would have been a fan for it back then. I would be now because you could have sold him pretty high. I mean, after this year, I don't know 
if you get what he what you could have got for him last year. But still, I mean, you look probably at one of the Tim best Public. defensive players in the league. So I think you can, if you try to trade him, I think you could get maybe a Lillard, maybe for a little package there, a couple first round picks and Ben. <laughs> You might, but then Lillard's stock just went off after that's, after the bubble that's series what, too. That's why because he was the bubble MVP, and that's why you're yeah. going to have to, you're going to, have to throw in maybe a first round pick too with Ben Simmons, which kind of sucks because Ben Simmons was the number one pick overall. But my, my whole thing, just dating back to last off season, is now that you're seeing what Jimmy's doing with Miami, how like you didn't do anything you could to keep him here. You let JJ go last year, and that was like your that was money. That was he money. was your, but he, he was your veteran player on that team. I mean, you watch the games anytime that any big shot, he, he'd be the first one over there. You know, coaching the kids. Like he was worth every penny one because I know we had an issue with him last playoff series where last year where you know he kind of went silent. But I pay for that mentorship for the young kids, and the reason he even said this was his favorite city to play in. He he was. An I-95 drive from his family, and he went all the way down to New Orleans. I mean, you let pieces like that go, and you look at the the shell of the team that you had this year, and that's where I blame the front office for it. I, I, I like I that, think, the I, shell. It's I, a, what it was. It, this team was a shell of what it should have been. But I, 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 I think Brett Brown got a bad rash out of this. I mean, he... Dating back seven years, he, he did well with San Antonio. He took this job knowing that it was going to be a tank team. And then now his career record is ruined. Like, anytime you see him, like, wherever he goes, I, I wish him success. But he's still 130 games below 500 because of this whole process thing. So he got a bad rap for that. But like I was saying, it's just – I. I I really blame the front office. I don't blame him. I don't think he was a bad head coach. I don't think he was a great one. I thought but he was good for he what he did. First. I thought he was good for I'm, what he did in the beginning of the process. But it's now we got to forget about the process and now think about winning. The process is over. process is dead. We're here. We're a playoff team. We've been in playoffs the last couple of years. we got to get to that next step. Yeah, but then that was the whole point of the process, though, too. Like, even before you broke everything down and just completely cleaned house, you were a playoff team back then. It's just you couldn't get over that hump. And now you're two guys that you're building this foundation around in Ben and Joel. I mean, if after Ben hurt his knee, I mean, that, I think that's either the 10th or 11th time he's gotten injured since he's been in the league. I mean, you watch Joel, he's gassed by the fourth quarter as your new head coach. Is he going to be able to get in Joel's head and motivate him? Like, hey, you need to stay in shape. You know, you're... you're Bringing better trainers. Have yeah. you out better conditioning coaches. Yes, yeah, and I, I, I and Rich, and like I, I said this to you before when when we were discussing this, this exact conversation, but it was like, you know... I'm like aside from injuries and all and 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 be getting gassed or whatever the case may be. There, there, there's still that idea that I, at least that I'm saying is like I don't know if it had to do with COVID and like the 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 stoppage and then the start up again, but they just looked like they didn't want to be there anymore. They like 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 I said to you before, like when um when uh, Simmons went down with a knee injury and they were comparing it to uh, Patty Mahomes' injury. And then now he needs to have surgery. It's like, okay, yeah, maybe his injury is a little bit more intense, but 
I also see it as like it looked like his easy way out to get out of the bubble, to get away from basketball. It's like, look, we're not that great. I don't care. I just don't want to be here. I want to be around my family and friends. You there? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know if I would elect surgery to, you know, get out of playing basketball. I mean, maybe he might. I, I think it's the issue might have been a little bit more serious. And we see that happen all the time, where the being so serious, and then the next day when you get under the X-ray, right, actually it's a little bit worse. So I, I don't fault him for that. I think he was seriously injured because if. I don't think he personally, and I don't know the man personally, but I couldn't see me like, yeah, you know what? I don't want to stay here, so I'm just going to go under the knife just so I can get out of billing. Well, I'm not saying I mean, he, I, I'm not saying he's going under the knife just to get out of playing. I'm saying it was like – I don't want to say honestly, an easy I don't excuse. want him playing to make things worse. Yeah. It's time to gear up for next year. This year was a wash. <laughs> yeah. I don't want him yeah, out but, there damaging more well, – and, and that's the whole thing now. It's like, what assets do you really have moving forward in this offseason? I mean, do you think you're going to be able to get rid of a contract like Al Horford? Tobias, I don't think anyone's really going to chomp at that unless somebody's desperate. No, I but, think we're screwed with these contracts. <laughs> yeah, where, where are you going this offseason? I mean, even though the NBA doesn't really have a real salary cap, it's like you're, you're close to it, if not over it. Um, we have no idea what's going on with an NBA draft right now. And are you going to draft the college players from this past basketball season? Or are you just, hey, you know what? We got a fresh group of kids coming in in the fall. Are you going to do a draft in, like, December and then have another one in May? It's, it's We got, we got two first-round picks this year, too. Yeah, what, the 21st overall and, what, 24th or something like that? They're late or not top 10 or anything like that. And you can still strike gold during their You pick, can get but, great picks right there. Yeah, you, you, you hope. And it's, but, again, it's with this front office, I don't, and Colangelo's not there to make the picks anymore. And our history of first-round picks haven't been great as of late, you know, with the whole flip for Zaire Smith for Bridges, which – Makes this look stupid once again because where is killing it. So, yeah. uh, it's it just it just it gives me a headache. And again, I don't. Brett Brown needed to go. I agree with that, but I don't think he was the problem with this team. I think it's the ownership that's running it, and it's the fact that you don't have a signified GM front office. No, I agree. Uh, I'm with you. So, all right, I know you guys are short for time. I'll let you hop on to something else, but I appreciate the phone call, man. That was some good Sixers. Talk I'm so, right I'm there. so happy you called in with this because he was just sitting here like I, I, I'm chomping. I gotta say something. I gotta say something. Oh no, I was glad to have some conversation about the Sixers with somebody that knows stuff. <laughs> oh about Jesus it. Christ! <laughs> but all right, I'll see you guys. Go Flyers. They need to bounce back tonight. I hope you guys dive into that a little bit. Yeah, we're gonna. Well, I, I'm gonna try to with Mr. Avalanche over yeah, here. Well, Avalanche play at six o'clock tonight, so let's go Avs. <laughs> It's, it's, it's kind of bad just watching that first period yesterday and at the end of the second period where the Islanders got that goal with five seconds left in the period. You already knew the game was over. It's, yeah, the, the way that they scored those two goals and that last one with seconds remaining, I didn't even watch the third period. One, because I was just tired as hell, but I did not see them coming back from that. Did, now, but I don't mean to cut you off, but did you by any chance catch any of the highlights from the third period or no? No, no. I, I went to bed when I got home. 
Okay, because because uh, one of the things that because I didn't catch it because uh, like you, it was the game was over. I was like, ah, I can't believe that this is what's happening. But apparently, in the third period, uh, we had Moser and uh, and Gallo were telling me that they pulled the goalie. With three minutes. And played probably their best hockey of the entire game for three minutes without a goalie. Yeah. Still didn't, right, like, still didn't get a goal you, out you, of it, but... You see that in the NBA, or on the NBA, the, the NHL a lot. You know, when you, you pull that goal and you get that sixth man on the ice, it's, it's a different team. And it's, I don't know if it's maybe the pressure under the guys thinking like, hey, we don't have a goalie back there. If this puck gets passed, this, we're screwed. We really need to start wrecking havoc. And you, you see that a lot. I mean, it's rare when a goalie gets pulled and it's a six-on-five where the team with five on the ice that they're just annihilating the guys with six. But it's – if that's again, I, I didn't see the highlights, but if they played that well with those last three minutes, hopefully they come in with that momentum tonight and, you know, even up this series. And the one good thing is that they have not lost back-to-back games since January. I think we're, we've won all 12 games since after coming off a loss. So. Well, that's the first time they <laughs> lost when scoring the first goal in what? Uh, six like months or something? <laughs> even I didn't know that stat. They're, they were like 18 or 19 and 5 when scoring the first goal, and then they were 18 and 18 when they let up the first goal or something like that. It's a whole bunch of stats. I don't have it all in front of me, but again, hopefully they can uh, bounce back tonight. And then the Phillies are on a roll, so I'm sure you guys will dive into that also. Yes, we shall. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. All right. All right. Thank you, listener Rich, for some delightful conversations. Uh, it was great having you on. We appreciate it. Uh, so for anybody else, now that we have cleared the phone line after like a 20-minute call, uh, if you want to call in and chomp and get Booch fired up again, uh, give us a call, 724-815-0667. Uh, that was some serious uh, Sixers talk right there. Yeah, we, we knocked out a couple things right there in that conversation. Uh, the one thing that didn't come up, I mean, well, it kind of did. And that was, I was going to say, was your future head coach. And we, we, we talked about, about, you it. said Jason Kidd is who you're looking well, yeah, at. And they're talking about John Lucas, too, who coached here in the mid-90s, who was terrible then. I don't want John Lucas. He's old. Yeah. I don't want retreads. I mean, Jason Kidd is a little bit of a retread, but he's younger. He's more up and coming. Yeah. Uh, now, did you hear, now, did you hear the... Um, it's not a rumor. It's a it's a it's an ongoing discussion right now that when the Sixers leases up at Wells Fargo, they're looking to build a new stadium at Penn's Landing. Yeah, I did hear that. We'll see what happens. I'm wonder. I'm curious if <laughs> I mean I, I think Temple's looked there too to build a stadium. Yeah. So I mean, I'm curious as to what that would look like because like the whole idea of the Philly dynamic is. It's that that's your sports complex. Like that's everything the right thing there. Think about a baseball stadium, baseball arena. It's not as big as a football or baseball. True. So it, that would be a good area for it. It'd be kind of cool, you know. It'd be a different different look. Different. I mean, if you get the windows right, you can look out out, out of Penn's Landing and the bridges. It might be a cool little setting there. Mm-hmm. But that wouldn't be that wouldn't be until like twenty thirty something I think. Yeah, it's that's it's ways away. But I'm that long, it, I'm long gone before then. <laughs> do I do I need to? <laughs> why, why is it my head goes this way? Do I need to find another top biller? 
Not, not that it would be the Pat and Somebody show. It's like, no, nope, just going to replace Boots with somebody else. I still get second billing in this fantasy of mine. <laughs> I'm like Dwight Schrute from The Office. It's like, so in your fantasy, you're still only the vice pre- like assistant to the manager in your in your fantasy? Uh, I swear. Some of the things. Um, so with playoffs going on right now for NBA uh, – who do you like? Who who do you see being your team that's well, going to take it all? You got Lakers, obviously. That's the that's the sexy name. Yeah. And you got Milwaukee. So, but I'm asking you, who are you taking? I like the Lakers. Lakers. I think okay. The Lakers are going to win it. Now you mentioned you mentioned the Bucks. Uh, they were the first ones to do it. They started the whole. I, I shouldn't say they started the trend, well, but it, it was a trend. Milwaukee. I understand. Uh. So they were the first ones that started this past week, and they boycotted their game. And when they decided to do that, then you had other teams start boycotting. Lakers boycotted other other sports. Literally, we went back. So I we went back. We went back to March when everything shut down. We had what two days without sports again? Yeah. So I I, I, go ahead. All right, I'm I'm gonna get my little two two cents here. My little. It's not going to be the – people are probably going to hate me for this, but, like, what happened sucked. Yes. Like, obviously, the guy the guy that got shot wasn't a good person, but he still didn't deserve to get shot in the back how many times or whatever. Seven. Yeah. It's the, you don't shoot you, – that's, that's not right. Correct. Yeah. You could arrest him. You didn't have to shoot him seven times. But you're getting paid millions of dollars to do a job. I'm getting paid – Hundreds of dollars to do a job. I still got to go to work. Why can't I protest too? Yeah. That's my only thing. Like, no, under, no, no. Like, believe me, believe go, me. Go to work. Go to work. Excuse all right. Me. It sucked, but go to work. No, believe me. I got to go to work. <laughs> and believe me, I understand. I understand exactly what you're talking about. And like, because one of the things that like that has uh, snowballed, obviously, because because it's an election year, and you have like the the left, and you have the right. Uh, like everybody. Everybody's like on 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 edge to a T. This is the worst I've ever like. The Hillary Trump four years ago I thought was bad. This is a hundred times worse than what's going on right now. I know. Every like everybody just hates each other right now. I know. And and the, and the worst part is the worst part is is would be people like you and people like me that are sort of float in the middle. We float <laughs> in the middle. It's like I I don't I, like you I don't and like I don't either. like you. I don't like either. I think both of them are terrible. <laughs> However, the people that are like way to the left and way to the right, they're the ones that look at us. You're a racist. I was like, I didn't say that. So, so like, oh, you don't care about this country. I'm like, what, what's happening? So the, I, I now that we're we're sort of getting yeah, this platform out, I'm gonna. So these Biden supporters out there, uh, they're like. Ah, uh, Trump, such a racist, such that if you guys vote for him, you're such an asshole. These Biden supporters that are saying that like the Republicans are so bad. These people are actually the Biden supporters are not being good people right now. They're tearing up everybody. I know. They're ripping into everybody. You're not helping the cause. I know. You're making things worse. I know. <laughs> and and it also goes it goes hand in hand with the idea of like, um. There, there are certain, there's, there are people obvi- are mean. People are mean. I know. If and you have an opinion, somebody told me to drink bleach a couple of weeks ago <laughs> on Facebook, and I'm not a Trump supporter. I've told you that I'm not abiding. I sort of float in the middle there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the the problem that we have right now is, uh, if you don't agree with 
their opinion, anybody's opinion, then you're an you, asshole. <laughs> then you are the worst human being yeah, in the world. Exactly. That's the way it's been coming across. You're not helping the situation, people. And then and then they also say it's like, okay, well, you know, elections coming, so like you still have time to change your vote or come join us. And I sit there and view it going, well, well, which is it? Am I an asshole or I have time to be like you? Yeah. Like you, you can't sit there and say I'm going to laugh at all the Trump supporters when they lose. But at the same time, you can still join us. Like you can still be on our side. It's like you, you can't you can't be you can't be a mean girl and then at the same time be like an angel. Like you can't like you can't have it both ways. If you want everybody to be equal, if you want everybody to be on the same platform, if you want everybody to agree with what you're saying, you have to be open-minded and you have to be everything like that. And people and, aren't open-minded. That's the thing. I know. They're and, so closed-minded out there. People don't want to listen to anybody's opinions. Right. And, it's driving me nuts. Like we, we, me and you read the Jake Down community page all the time, and people are just mean. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Like it, we're supposed to be the number one country in the in the world, and we're not acting like it. We're acting like a bunch of little spoiled kids. Correct. And we got to grow the fuck up, or this country is going down. Grow the fuck up, people. And that's my because I love this country, but we're fucking it up right now, big time. <laughs> well, that's we're that's, fucking this shit up. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. And and again, th- obviously, because this is. This is our show, and we try to make it fun, light, whatever. We're like a morning show, radio show, or whatever. Goofy show, but sometimes it's just we do it have some we, we have opinions, and we have to get it out there. Yes. It's, it's So ultimately, the reason we're getting fired up about politics is because of the boycott. Now, yes. you, had, you had basketball do it, you had baseball do it, and then you had hockey do it. So every, and, that, and that's their idea of their platform. Now, there's, there's twofold here. It's uh, like you said, you know, I can't do that at my job. They get paid millions of dollars. I tried to do it. My boss <laughs> laughed at me. <laughs> you, you get paid millions of dollars and you're going to boycott and not play. And it's like, okay, well. What does that do? What does so that do? That's what I'm saying. It's too- like getting out there, showing your support, playing. I think that would be more respectful to the situation than just sitting at home playing Madden. Well, like, and, and this is where. I want to say this delicately without trying to piss off people and not intentionally trying to piss off people. I probably pissed off a lot of people today, so. Uh, I saw numerous things, both sides of the spectrum, because, again, you and I float down that middle. So uh, the boycott, it's like, okay, you want to boycott and not play. Okay, did you get paid for the day? Because you didn't work. But did you get paid? Oh, you did. Well, are you using that money to actually put it to good use donate to, it? to yeah. donate it to, you know, uh, police training or donate it to uh, inner city, like, bad neighborhoods or something? Like, are you doing that? No, you're not. So so you're using your platform to speak out and explain to people that this is to a problem. To not even speak out, just to not play. I, under, but, <laughs> yeah. I understand. But, but, but the idea is to speak out, like, physically yeah. not. But, like, the idea is that they're speaking out and – to let everybody know that this is an issue. Uh, we know it's an issue. It's like, McFly, we already know. Yeah, we know. We don't a, need you because like – You're the same, an athlete. Go do your job. And it's the same <laughs> we thing. We don't need you to tell us how to – And live. it's the same thing every election year, all this stuff because whether you're a Republican or a Democrat or whatever, people decide that as, as celebrities, as athletes, that I give a shit what you think. I do not. I do not. I like your movies. I like watching you play sports. I do not care about your. I don't care politics. about your opinions. I don't. I don't. Yeah. 
And and if you're if you're doing something good, cool, you're doing something good. If you do something jacked up, it's like, okay, you did something jacked up. But at the end of the day, I don't care about your opinions because you're just in the public eye for the job that you have and you're getting paid a lot of money to do that. So when a you, lot of money. To- so when you when you use this as my platform, okay, fine, this is what you have. But like I said, there was there's two twofold that I I viewed it like that was the one way. The other way, which is my question to you, and a question to everybody else listening. Um, aside from the, I don't want to get into were you offended, upset, proud, whatever about the boycotts. I don't care about that. I don't. But what I'm interested in knowing is everybody had a, an opinion and a take on taking a knee for the national anthem. Okay. Everybody. Whether whether you were in Three favor years. whether you were in favor or against it, yeah. I, and I don't care. My question is, which one's more up the alley of what you're trying to get across? Taking a knee or boycotting a game? I think taking a knee. I see. I think it's more boycotting a game because if you take a knee during the national anthem. In my opinion, I, I think I misunderstood the question. I think taking a knee is a lot better than boycotting the game. I'd rather see them taking the knee. At least yeah, they're no, out there no you're right. That, that, that's you. I'm saying I'd rather see them boycott. Oh, really? Okay. Because because they're, they're not they're not taking okay they're not taking a knee in protest of the flag. They're taking a knee for. I no, I understand yeah. why why they're doing that. Believe me, I understand that. But the, the it took me a long time to figure that out in my head to figure out why. <laughs> They were taking a knee. No, no, no. I, I totally understand, like, what's going on. And I said it long time ago when the Black Lives Matter movement first started, back when Kaepernick was still playing. I said from the get-go, this protest does not make sense to me. I'm not saying the protest shouldn't be done. I'm just saying it doesn't make sense. It like, didn't I, make sense to me, too. I That's said I don't. It's I, me a long time to I don't. I don't, under, I don't understand taking a knee... During the national anthem, and I don't think I'm ever going to get that. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I, I, I don't, I don't see the correlation. But what I do see a correlation with is because I think it speaks more volumes. Is when you boycott a game, and say we're not playing. That's what I think gets the point across. That's when so you. So you're get, okay with the boycotting? Oh no, no, I don't like it. Oh, okay. I don't, I, I don't like any of it. I, I really don't. But I think when it comes to you're, What's going to get the point across? If, if you're going to sit there and tell me we're going to use our our celebrity, our our platform, our platform yeah. and those are the options, I think they get more their point across by not playing. I really do. Okay. Because because like look at it this way. Taking the knee started out as a stand against police brutality and uh, a ju- a justice for for black men. Black men and women, black people, and and then it became a racial thing. Then it became your anti-American. Then it became your anti-the flag. And then like the whole idea just got really skewed. Right. And then for years after that, it became well, who's going to take a knee for this game? Well, are you going to take a knee? Are you going to take a knee? Oh, we're banning taking a knee. It just became like this whole thing. If you boycott a game, there's no question what you're doing. Like there's just no game. Like you ain't playing. You're there's not. No game. Nobody's watch. Like people that are sitting at home want to watch hockey or baseball or basketball or football. You whatever. Can't. It's like no. There's no sports today, and you can get pissed at those players 
Because I was. I was like, this sucks. I'm like, I just want to watch. I just wanted to watch the Flyers. I just wanted to watch. I'm like, what the hell is going on? But I think you get your point across a lot more because now the entire United States can't watch their sports. And it's like, well, why can't I watch it? Oh, that's why I can't watch it. Right. We need to do something because, and I know that sounds like ridiculous and stupid. We need to do something now so I can keep watching sports. sports. Yeah. It's ridiculous, though. (laughs) I know. I know. And And that's... I will digress. I will move on from that. But that was my one point because I wanted to bring that up. Uh, I won't even go into some other things that I had for that. But we're going to move on from basketball. Um, NHL, because Rich called, and and I know you're such a huge Flyers fan. Um, Flyers are on tonight at 8, I believe. Uh, they, 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 They did not look amazing in the first round. They did, they did not. No, it was, but, a, it was a boring-ass first round against Montreal. But they still got it done. They got the win. And now we're up against the Islanders. We're currently losing the series 2-1. to one, Right? 2-1? Two 2-1. To two one. Two to one. Um, and it sucks because now we're sitting there watching a team that really, in my opinion, I think that um, there's, there's a lot of pressure – and a lot of like uh, over the top pressure, I should say, uh, on Carter Hart. Like if he lets up goal, kind of hat. Uh, I think that um, he's a phenomenal goalie. He's still a young kid. Yeah, he's 22. And I feel like they're putting so much on his shoulders that it's kind of unfair for him. I don't know if it's uh, that's our producer, <laughs> nice and hungover producer. Hello. <laughs> Is your act together? Are we going out drinking soon? Yep. All right. All right. <laughs> um, so I think there's a lot of pressure on the kid to actually get the job done because, like, if you, if you let up one goal, two goals, now you're now you're letting up five goals, and it's like, yeah, but it's not like I, I don't know. I I feel like I'm not wording it properly, but I feel like it's there's a lot of everything is on him and not so much on the players themselves. Like, where's Giroux? Like what has he been doing? Like I don't understand what's going on. And I and, and, go see. He's and like when Waldo game. and when Rich and I were talking the other day at work, like we, we were discussing. It's like you know, and I think even uh, Tim Myers was saying, listener Tim, I shouldn't say Tim's last name. I'm sorry, Tim. Uh, but even then, it was like kind of one of those things where uh, we were talking. It's like you know maybe it's because they're in the bubble. Maybe it's because he's missing his family, he's missing his his kid. Like I I don't know, but he's not playing the caliber of hockey that he should be. It was <laughs> it was just your beer and your arm waving. <laughs> I'll tell you when you're on, and you're on. There's there's our producer having a grand old time. Uh, sometimes with this show, I swear. Uh, but hopefully we can turn this around because the Flyers really are a great team. But they're they're not, okay. Shut up, you shut up. I've watched more Flyers Flyers games than you have this series. This this is playoffs. true. <laughs> this actually is true because my life is just so spent uh, between uh, working ungodly hours, uh, looking for houses, and sleeping. Like like even even like and we jump into the Phillies. Like I I've, I feel like I haven't watched a Phillies game in like three or four days, like an actual game beginning to end. Well, 
I mean, the problem with the Phillies is they they they're weird times. <laughs> they're all over the place. I know, this and year. and that's and that's also with with most sports because like even the Flyers. Because like we usually we gearing up for a 105 Philly start, and they're not on until tonight. Yeah. Um. Uh. So since we're discussing Phillies right now, um, what do you want? What 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 is your uh, concern with the Phillies bullpen? Nothing. They've been great the last few games. Right, so for right now, they're great. Yeah. So you have no concerns. We we, but, we replenished the bullpen. Okay. We got rid of the people that weren't working. We brought in new people. Okay. Workmen look good. Nurse has been looking good in the setup position. Got that other kid from uh, Boston who's been all right. Mm-hmm. Like I, you threw, uh, you threw uh, Vince in the bullpen now. So uh, I, I like the bullpen right now. Okay. Let's hold that thought because it's uh, seven after one, so we wouldn't need to do our ad again. Make sure we plug uh, the White Horse Coffee and Creamery. The White Horse Coffee and Creamery, located in the heart of Jankatown at 700 West Avenue. The White Horse offers organic coffee and espresso, signature ice cream sundaes, handcrafted beverages, fresh pastries, and more. Some of the most popular items are Dole Whip, Cold Brew, Nitro, cold brew and their signature sundays and lattes their specials change monthly but for the month of august the white horse is offering a watermelon creamsicle milkshake a coconut white mocha and a burundi pour over also cbd can be added to any drink and on mondays lattes are only three dollars any additional information can be found on their website www.whitehorsecoffeecreamery.com they're open monday through friday 7 a.m to 5 p.m Saturdays at 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sunday 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Check out the White Horse Coffee Creamery. Are you someone that when they play Mario Kart hates getting hit with a blue shell? Oh, come on, man! You kidding me? I had this one! Oh, you're such a dick! Let us give you something not to hate. Listen to the Booch and Pat Show. Your better way to get Sports Talk Radio. Live on Sundays at noon through Facebook Live or on the iHeartRadio app or anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. Is that your voice too? Are you doing both voices? No. <laughs> That's the, I can't wait to play that for Casey later on when we're at the, when we're at the V. Casey, he did like a little commercial of him doing two different voices. <laughs> <laughs> you say you don't have all this free time, but <laughs> well, I had free. Well, we weren't doing the show last week or for the last two weeks, so I had free time while you guys were gone. I'm like, all right, Danielle's pregnant. She's going to bed. I'm like, all right, what am I gonna do? Well, let me try this. I was working on the show, getting stuff together. It, you like it? it it's, it's funny. It's, it's funny. <laughs> it, it, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, so um, real quick, because we want to try and wrap some things up. Uh. One of the did you want to go into your baseball cards? No, no, we'll you, save some stuff for next week. Save that for next yeah. week. Okay. Um, now, trade deadlines tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, we buyers or we sellers? We're buyers. Yeah, we're right we, there. What are you looking I for? Like Starling Marte from I, uh, that's what Arizona. I got here. Center fielder. I don't. I don't trust Roman Quinn that much. He gets hurt. I don't like Hazley. He. I mean, honestly, God, with Roman Quinn, uh, the thing that I've been noticing, and 
it's not that I've been noticing. Everybody knows it. He's got a noodle arm. He, it's it, not as bad as people think, though. There's, you say you're you're not watching as many Phillies games. Like this year, it's looking a little bit better than I've seen in years past. Maybe in years past, just because just because it's better now, na- just because it's better now, doesn't mean it's great. I mean, he's fast as shit too. Yes, he is. He is a fast fast runner, but and that's, bring, that's awesome. Bring Sterling Marte in, and guess who his old buddy is? Uncle Larry next to him. Larry, Uncle Larry, you got Kutch as his buddy from the Pirates days. Yeah. So I think uh, I think it'd be a nice little fit. He hits he hits 20 home runs a year, bats 285. I think that's a nice top or bottom of the lineup since we're doing DHs and stuff. I like it. We'll bring him in. I, you know the one thing that sucks because uh, Sixto came up for uh, the Marlins. I saw. And he's just he's that, just he's that's gonna come, that's gonna come back to kick our well, ass. Well, if we don't sign JT, it will. And I'll tell you right now, I I mean he threw he was throwing one one hundred one oh one he was throwing fire. I'll tell you right now, not always accurate, but kids got stuff. I'll tell you right now, my this is my official stance on the matter. They will not sign JT. Get it out of your mind. Get it out of your head. It's not gonna happen. So where's it gonna they're, go? Yankees. They're, they're gonna Mets? let that. They're gonna let that go into free agency and then try. You can't let that go into free I, agency. I, I know you didn't. It's you not the NFL. You can't franchise tag I, people. I understand that. Believe me, I understand. I don't that. think it's. Getting, I'm just, I don't think it's getting past uh, September. I'm telling you right now. There's a lot of pressure, especially from Bryce Harper, who's getting paid three hundred million dollars. There's a lot of pressure coming from the Harper camp. I'm telling you right now, that is my. I thought she was playing Who Let the Dogs Out. That's what I thought it was. Uh, I'll tell you right now, that is my stone cold lock. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. He ain't getting signed. Lock it up. He ain't getting signed. I I, I know it's going to be an unfavorable thing. I want them to sign him. I'm telling you, it ain't happening. If he doesn't get signed, this might be the biggest letdown in Philadelphia history. I'm telling you, it's not going to happen. Because he's, what, 26, 27 years old? Yeah. And even, like, if we go to the DH position full-time... Are you enjoying that, by the way? I like the DH. I, I've always liked the DH. I always I, wanted I, no, I, don't no. I don't want to see Aaron Nola bat in the ninth spot. I want to see Alec Bohm. No, I, yeah. no I, trust me, I understand that. But I know that there's old-school people, like my dad, who listens, that he hates it. I he, love he, it. He can't I, stand I it. It's fun. I like it. But now yeah. that... but yeah, now Sports is about... Electricity, about getting runs, scoring touchdowns, getting the winning goal. Three-pointer, hoops, Kobe. <laughs> it's all about electricity. I don't know why I keep on saying it like that, but no, I like it. You're more killing runs, me, Smalls. More runs makes more money, makes more fun, makes Boots a happy man. Okay, I, trust me, like, cause we, it's always been dis- discussed and toyed with and what they want to do, and now because of coronavirus, because of a shortened season, here's your DH. Now the National League gets this experience a DH on a daily basis. I think it's going to be really difficult for MLB to go back to the way it used to be. It won't, cause it's coming because up to arbitrary. It's coming up to. I think. Year for I MLB, think this will stay. So, yeah, I think it's. it's and I like for, it. It's here for good. I like it. The old school guys got to realize this is this is here. Shots are fired, Dad. And for JT, it would be perfect. I mean, he's going – if he doesn't stay here, he's going to the AL team. So he can – yesterday he played DH. Okay. So so he doesn't have to catch every day. Right. He can DH. He can catch. He can learn first base. 
That's what's going to happen in the next five years, six years, because he has such a good bat. You don't want him catching 150 games a year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And then, like you said, uh, the one thing I wanted to bring up, just because I knew it would uh, rile you up and rile Tim up, uh, since since we've been off, Pavetta's been traded. You know, the the guy that I said, based off of Barkan, that I said I agree with 100%, that he's not a major league baseball player. Well, somebody thinks he is. Boston thinks he is. Okay, let's see what he does in Boston. It doesn't matter. We got a good pitcher album. Just saying. We got Workman. We got okay. our closer. Okay, okay, we got Workman. I got it. And then he showed up and then stunk. Great. One game. One game. But now I know he's getting <laughs> – like, okay. But you still talk about Nurse like I'm supposed to like Nurse, and I'm not going to. I don't know why you don't like Nurse. He's been good the last two years. He has. You don't watch enough Phillies games to see this. This, this, <laughs> this season I have not watched enough Phillies last games. Last year he that, was great. He was our best bullpen player last year. Yeah, but being the best bullpen pe- – oh, Jesus, that's hard to say. Being the best bullpen player last year, you could go out to a, a playground and go pick up a kid that could be better than that. We were 81 like, and 81 last year. It's not like we were 60 wins. We were matter. right there in the and playoff We would have had more wins if it wasn't down for the bullpen. No, we're, no, stop it. We're, stop we're, it. It was Gabe Kapler. I Gabe Kapler's stupid decisions why we weren't in the playoffs. Not the bullpen. Get your head out of your ass. <laughs> I understand <laughs> that it comes down to Gabe Kapler and all his dumb moves. But I'm telling you, we have bullpen woes. Right now, we don't because they're playing better. But that's because Aaron Nola, like we were talking about yesterday, went eight innings? No, yesterday was Eflin. Or, or was it Eflin? Okay, Eflin. He went eight, eight innings? Eight innings. Okay, because you need your starters to go the long distance. No, he went seven innings. Nurse came in eight. Workman closed it out in okay. the ninth. You need, your, you need your starters to go the distance because – even even Girardi knows our bullpen is not good. They did not fix our bullpen. They fixed it. They did. They did not fix it. Turn on the TV and watch some Phillies once in a while. <laughs> Beer bet. <laughs> Beer bet for what? Phillies win tonight. Oh, Phillies win tonight. They sweep him. Sweep? Yeah. Beer s- bet. Okay. I don't have a beer in my hand. Yeah, no, they 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 sweep it out tonight. Arietta comes in and pitches six innings. I'm not rooting against the Phillies, but I'm also not a huge fan of Arietta. Yeah. I think he's, it, it sounds like you don't like anybody on the Phillies team. All right, you Mets fan. Oh! <laughs> don't even drag me into. All you are are negative, negative, negative about the Phillies. Bring some positives in, all right? You want some positivity? You yeah. want some positivity? All right. Wait, what about? What about Here, our boy Reese? Reese Hoskins has been on fire the last two weeks. Uh, okay. Let's and some positive energy, electricity. <laughs> Are you the most electrifying man in Booch and Pat show history? Like, I don't understand what's happening. Uh, you want some positivity? Here's my positivity. I think the Phillies lose tonight. However, the positive part, I think you'll see Harper go... Three for four with a home run. Okay, I like those numbers. I think you'll see JT. Is JT playing? JT should. He DH yesterday. He should be catching tonight. Okay. If he's catching tonight and he's playing. Nap caught yesterday. So he'll go. I mean, they're not going to catch him two nights in a row. He'll go. I'm gonna go on, I'll say he'll go uh, two for four with a home run. And McCutcheon will have. Three RBIs. All right. Well, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of runs tonight. But I think they still lose. All right. We'll see. 
I mean, we've been we've been shutting them down all series. We'll see what happens. And we shut down the Nationals before then. We've been playing good baseball. I like it. We're okay. back in there. We're back. I hope. I hope you're right. I hope we're, you we're are right there. In the, like I was looking at the standings yesterday. We're right there. Not to just take over the NL East. We're, we're right there in the wild card. Too. We're what? One game under five. A game under five hundred. I think. I think it was. Did we move the five hundred after yesterday? I, I don't. I, I didn't check the uh, standings. I think we're we're either five hundred or one game under. I forget. We're we're five hundred. Yesterday did okay. bring us to five hundred. We're fourteen fourteen. Braves are eighteen and fourteen because they've had more games than yeah. us. Because thanks Marlins. Because the Marlins. And Marlins are fourteen and fourteen. Jerks. Uh, okay, so switching gears, real quick because. We want to shut down the show. Our asses are starting to hurt because these are not the greatest. Uh, yeah, we need recliners out here. We need we need some like we need some serious like studio chairs. Chairs. So anybody out there that wants to advertise with the Bucha Pat Show, if you want to give us some studio equipment, by all means, we will advertise the shit out of you. And Moser, you are right. Bryce Harper is an MVP candidate right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But there's been a lot of good players like Fernando Tatis from the Padres. Been playing oh real, yeah, been playing real good. Yeah, the, that was I. I did forget to bring that up. Like, did you want to talk about that now? Well, the so unwritten it, rules. That that's like a 15 minute segment. We'll, we'll do that save, next week. We'll save that for because today was a long political show. <laughs> so we'll we'll have some fun next how week. Was, <laughs> how was the Bucha Pat show this week? Oh my God, they talked about Trump and Biden. Like I was tuning oh. in to listen to sports and case like your your face. I see your face, but we seriously talk like twenty minutes politics. <laughs> it's like oh, I tune into the Booch and Pat show to listen to sports or to find out whether or not this week Jim Henson died of AIDS. <laughs> Instead, I got Trump and Biden. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Next week we'll bring we'll bring the fun back. It really it really got away from us. I don't yeah. know how that happened. It usually does. <laughs> usually in a good way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to argue that. Um, so, real quick, uh, NFL. You got Eagles back in training. Most of the NFL is back in training. Uh, I'm just going to ra- rifle off these, and then you decide what you want to talk about. Okay. You got Eagles down in training camp. I believe while we were on the show, uh, it was announced that Carson Wentz did not practice Sunday and is considered day-to-day with a soft tissue injury. Okay, that's fine. Um uh, Jason Peters because um, moving the left tackle, he wants more money. Uh, you had he should he should put that in his contract when he resigned. That was dumb on his part. Yes. Uh, you had Madden Day, which we started off the show this morning, but I don't remember if that was when we had audio issues or whatever. Yeah, Madden was released Friday, and so many people have bought the game since Friday. EAs can't keep up with their servers. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the next part. The servers went down. Yeah, the server's been down. Oh, it's not back it, up yet? It went down uh, this morning when I was playing, so. Okay. It just goes down, because so, so many people are still home. Oh, is that what you were yelling about when yeah. I was like, get, you're like, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, that's, that's why we had to do the show, because Madden went down. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, uh, the other uh, NFL, like, Big talking point, which isn't really a big talking point, but it is kind of jacked up, is uh, Washington football team can't stay out of their own way. Snyder can't stay out of their own way. You, you're already in the public's eye. You're already got everybody looking He's at you. He's gonna be that guy from the uh, from the Clippers a couple years ago who had to sell the team because. He just kept uh, the NBA forced him to sell the team. Oh yeah, because he said something he uh, said racist. Some, yeah, 
But their NFL is going to make Snyder sell that team just the shenanigans that are happening down in D.C. And for those that are not aware, which hopefully you all are, but if you're not, what we're discussing is uh, it came out this week that there were lewd photos and more uh, of the cheerleaders. Yeah. There was there was there was even a um, a uh, a quote from one of the cheerleaders stating that Snyder asked her to go up to a hotel room with his friends so they could get more acquainted. Uh, the that lewd, sounds pretty awesome to me, but... <laughs> the, lewd, the lewd photos are of the cheerleaders' calendar photo shoot where they're you know, wearing the cheerleader outfits or they're in a bathing suit or yeah. whatever, and somebody was filming it or taking pictures behind the scenes while the girls were getting changed or whatever. So that's getting released. And then and then Snyder didn't deny it. Like He just came out and apologized. like, yeah, that's my bad paraphrasing but yeah that's my They'll bad force like I, them out. so for a team that just can't get out of their way like that's crazy to me right uh you got your uh, topic oh yes no well you got some time what's up with that what's up with that what's up with that what's up with that so this came out from uh I, I, I don't even know where I found this at, actually. But uh, Chad o- Ochocinco came out again. I don't know if this is true, false, whatever, but he said he took Viagra before games, which we talked about. Yep. Then it came out that I always nutted on my gloves before games. I didn't trust anyone except my own kids to catch the ball. And I put that graphic up for you, too, because I had that pre- <laughs> ready, because I remember you were telling me about it, and then Rich made it a whole big thing and kind of ruined your day. But, yes, that is so... I- Weird. I don't know if it's true, false. I don't know. It does. Sounds like Chad Ochocinco just trying to stay relevant. Relevant. Yeah. Either way, that is such a random and weird thing to say. Yeah, I know. Like so weird. What's up with that? What's up with that? What's up with that? What's up with that? Okay, uh, so that concludes that. So then uh, I guess we'll just jump into Sports Rewind. Oh, you're done. (laughs) All right, let's go back in time with this week's Sports Rewind. (laughs) This week in sports history. 1968, Arthur Ashe becomes the first African-American to win the U.S. Singles Championship. 1970, Philadelphia Phillies' Larry Boa steals home for the second time in a season. 1971, Bobby Orr signs a five-year contract with the Boston Bruins worth $1 million. This is the first million-dollar contract in NHL history. 1977, Canadian NHL player Tim Horton posthumously inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. 1983, Cincinnati Red Pete Rose ends his consecutive games played streak at 745. 1987, Mike Schmidt passes Ted Williams and Willie McCovey with 522 home runs. 1989, Pete Rose is suspended from baseball for life for gambling. 1990, Brewers and Blue Jays game is delayed 35 minutes due to Nats. 2006, after signing a one-day contract with the San Francisco 49ers, Jerry Rice officially retires from the NFL. 2014, 
Burger King agrees to purchase Canadian donut chain Tim Hortons for $11.4 billion. 2017, former five-weight world boxing champion Floyd Mayweather Jr. defeats MMA fighter Conor McGregor in his debut match in the 10th round in Las Vegas. 2018, a gamer during the Madden NFL 19 gaming tournament loses in Jacksonville, Florida, only to return and kill two people and wound nine. Also in 2018, star quarterback Aaron Rodgers signs NFL record contract extension with the Green Bay Packers. Four years worth $134 million, rising to a possible $180 million with a record $103 million in guarantees. And that's what we have in this week's Sports Rewind. All right, so that concludes this week's show. Uh, obviously, I'm by myself if you're watching us live. Booch has had enough. He's ready to go start his day and uh, get his uh, drink on. So, with that being said, thank you all for watching. Uh, tune in every Sundays, 12 p.m. Uh, you can follow us on the Booch and Pat Show. Doc, well, not the Booch and Pat Show. Com. You can find all of our videos, all of our podcasts, all of our information. Uh, continue to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, or mainly. Go on iHeartRadio, download their app, and tell your smart device, I want to listen to the Booch and Pat Show. Uh, thanks for Rich calling in. Thanks for all of our uh, top fans that have continued to support us. And thanks again to the White Horse Coffee and Creamery. Uh, we will be back next week, and hopefully we'll have some more uh, fun discussions and dive into Booch's baseball card collection. We know uh, you love that, Paul. So until next week, everybody have a great Sunday fun day. Get your drink on. And apparently Booch is afraid of foam. Fun fact. Bye.